Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Bridge to the Unknown. Man, I've been putting out some material lately. Uh, I'm just going to keep it going, you know, and just keep it going, keep it going, checking in. And so I had a little bit of a situation around some sexual work and, you know, sexual work. But, yeah, working with sexual energy and, and I had an experience with a woman that I wanted to kind of talk about because it's a, it's a heavy process and I really haven't come out about it. Uh, but, yeah, so here it is. Enjoy. I felt like doing some self-therapy live. Uh, it's uncomfortable, you know, because I guess this is like the the aspects of myself that most people don't know. You know, the Twitter is just a, a mere fragment of, of who I am, you know, and sometimes I battle even with Twitter. Uh, trying to express myself correctly in a, well, I shouldn't say correctly, trying to express myself in such a small amount of words and, you know, wanting to be seen and heard. And at the end of the day, you know, I I want a fan base, you know, and why do I want a fan base? Uh, but that's not really why I decided that this was a choice. Um... I have I have an issue. Um, I'm easily seduced by my mind and the fantasies, um, especially around sexuality. I am 34 years old. I grew up uh, very much part of the AOL chat room area uh, era, rather. Uh, you know, kind of. Uh, being part of the cybersex world and and uh, you know being uh, being someone that I wasn't or the age and the shame and the guilt and and all of that kind of uh, built up through years uh, you know. Oh, man, I in this moment I feel really sad in a sense, and and I feel really sorry because I I just abused and yeah I just abused my spirit. You know I I went to go hang out with someone that really enjoys me. This is this is challenging, you know knowing that the camera's right here, uh, being vulnerable with you all, because I have an addiction, and the addiction is, is the anticipation of the ego getting what it wants. And time in and time out, I have used someone for my own benefit in regards to having sex with them. I've always come from my mind when it comes from sex or when it comes to sex. Uh... Very few experiences I've had where it's been really from heart to heart. And I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live in that space. You know, I'm sorry to my own spirit for abusing, you know. And my own spirit is so giving and is so loving and accepting. And it's it, it, it's not upset at me that I... I did what I did and really I'm not upset with me 
I'm more so disappointed and frustrated because I don't want to keep going down the road of using somebody sexually. You know, even if the intentions are clear that I'm using this person or we're just having a hookup, I can't connect. I can't have an intimate, beautiful experience if I'm not connected to heart. And all of this work that I find myself in the middle of is getting out of my mind. That lunatic that's inside my mind that has controlled me, that has uh, that has seduced me and has allowed me to buy into the fantasies, you know, and especially when it comes to the sexuality, you know, I, I came back from a beautiful weekend. I hadn't masturbated in about 10 days. I hadn't really felt that, that urge, you know, and I'd been channeling my energy. I'd been doing breath work. I've been doing all of this stuff. And then last night I had a really, really, really uh, intense dream. There was this big black woman who was like pressing buttons and uh, around my sexuality and stuff like that. And it was it was something that when I woke up in the morning, I felt very sexually charged. And, you know, I felt it throughout the day. And then there there it goes there. Once that feeling was there, then the dating app was downloaded try and talk to a girl to hook up with her, uh, you know, Bumble, POF, and, and these things that I go to to try and to try and release. And there's very apparently uh, a new energy that is working through me and that would like to come through me, but I, I get in this place of wanting to, to release it, to release it, to release it. And... That's where I keep slipping on the banana peel. And so while none of the, the dating app things worked out, thankfully, uh, there was this woman that I had met at an ashram, and we had an incredible experience in the sauna. We made love in the sauna. We had a beautiful conversation. It was just magical, and we just connected, and it was like a one-time thing that was just of other world, like not someone that I found myself or would naturally find myself physically attracted to, but the conversation really perpetuated uh, this arousal. And it was a two-part meeting. The first meeting was the conversation in the sauna and just being vulnerable and sharing and sharing about my script and just the creative work. And then the next day we ended up meeting at the sauna at the same time, no planning that. and. You know, she had felt kind of horny because of the conversation, and I did too, and we verbalized it, and we allowed ourselves to express what we were feeling through an intimate moment. And, you know, after that, uh, that meeting, I, I don't, I mean, after that encounter, rather, it wasn't something I wanted to do again, you know, it was just something that happened in that moment, and, and that's what it was. And so she kept hitting me up and, and wanting to hang out and this, that, and the other. And so finally today she was like, oh, I'll rent us a hotel room and, you know, you can come over and this, that, and the other. And the sex thing started. So there was all this anticipation and, and the texting and the sexting and, and the arousal and the excitement. And I felt my body like vibrating and da da And it was just this really intense energy. And so I just was kind of like fuck it like I'll go so I disregarded I wasn't able to 
overcome that lunatic voice that seduction of fantasy that like oh maybe this would be like really really awesome with her and da 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 and honestly it wasn't i just wasn't able to be there i didn't want to f- i didn't want to be in that place i even put myself through having sex with her twice like the first time like i came fast i was like oh you know i had been all this energy built up i was like let me you know let me try it again and I did it again, and you know, all while this was going on, I was talking to her about how I felt, you know, and she kind of held space for that, and or not kind of, she did hold space for that. Um, and so, you know, after the second time, I was like, I, I just don't want to be here, and I don't want to use you, and I know you saying that, I know you're saying that you don't feel being that that this situation is lending itself to be used. But that's how I feel. And how I feel, you know, how I feel and how I'm expressing is how I'm feeling about me with my spirit. Like, I don't want to use and abuse my spirit like that. And I, I'm a man. I have needs sexually. But at the same time, I need to know and, and connect to heart. And not connect to my mind and let my mind carry me away into situations that I don't really want to be. And this happens not in just the sexual area, but in all sorts of areas this happens. And so I find myself being seduced by opportunities, by people, by situations, by things that I think are shining and and glittery and, and all of this. And I lose myself and then it ends up not being anywhere near what my mind had created it to be and you know i'm i'm sharing this because after this i want to listen to it and because i want to manifest that i exist only from my heart the mind is always going to chatter i feel like it it, it at least for me i feel like there's always going to be that voice but i don't have to listen to that because I've gotten to a point where I can observe it, I see what's going on, I see the patterns, I see these things. And it's all like, um, like my therapist says, like a deflated energy, right? So we find our, once you become, once I've become aware of, of these patterns, and then I see myself doing it again, then there comes the guilt, the shame, the anger, the frustration, then the situation happens again. And, and it just keeps happening. But each time it keeps happening, I have less energetic pull to it. So it becomes almost as if she, and, and the coin and the phrase that she coined was uh, an, an, a deflated energy. So no longer having the desire to go to that place anymore because you know and you've experienced what that place feels like. And once you experience what that place feels like and how you're treating your spirit and your soul, the soul's like, no, don't do this. Don't do this to me. Okay, you're going to do it. I love you no matter what. But please listen to me. Please listen to me. I know what is good for you. Or I know where you really want to be. I know the real you. Please listen to me. And it's not going to judge me when I make those decisions or those choices that have consequences and the feelings that don't feel well. It's going to love me no matter what. 
And this is the work and this is how I want to be with everyone that I meet. A mirror of love. Not a mirror of reactive and shame and I shouldn't have done this and beat myself up and why do you do this? That I've been there already. I don't need to go there. I... I love myself, finally, I can look at myself and say, I love you. I love what you're doing. And I love who you've become. And we have so much more to go and it's so beautiful. Stay open, keep your heart open, keep your eye open, connect to your body, listen to your body, listen to me, I know. I know the answers are right here in my heart. This isn't easy and I'm sorry to anyone that I've used and abused and I'm sorry for my own heart and my own soul. It's not easy on this path and anyone that listens and, and is going through certain things your thought in your mind is not you. It's not me. Mind, I want to manifest and, you know, dear spirit, I pray. I pray for everyone that listens to this podcast and I pray for myself and this journey that you keep giving me strength and courage to look at my flaws and to share them to share them from my heart, not because I think I know what's the best for everyone, but because I know people are hurting. I know people experience what I experience. I'm not alone. We're connected. We're connected through life, through energy. We all come from the same source, the same stardust. We all come from there. I pray that you continue to give the world strength to face themselves, keep giving me strength to face myself and to dismantle the mind and deconstruct all of the beliefs and the seductions and the chatter. Deconstruct it so that we may live from our heart, from our heart. Hear me, oh God, hear me, hear us, because I know I'm not alone. There are many of us out there crying and hurting. I just want to be a beacon of light and love and hope for myself, for you and you and you and everyone out there that listens. I want to manifest the most beautiful 2019 for everyone. Awakening just leaving everything behind like we've already been going through. To become men and women of actions, of honorable words, of integrity, of love and compassion and empathy. Like I said a minute ago, we are connected. There is a conscious collective and there is a subconscious, half-conscious, as, as I was taught. Collective. What I feel, you feel. What you feel, I feel. 
thank you for all the support so far and the encouraging words about doing this podcast. And it's not easy because my ego is a motherfucker. This ego is, damn, man, I got, I feel like, you know, Mac Miller in one of those songs, you know, I got an ego the size of Texas, dude. And any opportunity it has to just grab onto it and to, 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 to just taint it, to just taint it. I want it to stop. It's got to stop, and it stops here. It stops now. I'm frustrated. It needs to stop. No longer, no longer can I reside from my mind. I know I'm going to slip, but with the sexuality and the using people and the dating apps, it's like, get a grip on yourself, man. Like, You've been going through this for years now. You even went through it with prostitutes. That's where this has brought me to a place of, of, of hooking up with prostitutes. Like, I still love you for that, but it, that's got to stop. That's got to stop, man. Like, that's got to stop. So, and that did. But I feel... Uh, I... Welcome to my therapy sessions. You know, wow. I love you for who's listening and whoever listens to this all the way through. I love you. And I give you a big hug. And I give myself a big hug. We're in this together, world. It's that simple. I I feel good because I've raised awareness in this situation. You know, I'm thankful that that situation that I found myself in a little bit ago didn't go horribly wrong or not horribly wrong but horribly reactive uh you know i think many of us you know and i i I don't mind talking for a second about what i think or what i feel many of us go through but these dating apps and and sex is is very 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 uh it's a potent energy man like that space is, is so volatile and we're so susceptible to taking on other people's energies and, you know, just giving our energy away and not knowing how to manage our energy. So you're not alone. And, and I know I'm not alone in this. I mean, look at all the people that are on the dating apps and the dating apps put you in a place of like, yes, I'd fuck this person. Yes, I'd fuck this person. No, I wouldn't. No. And it just puts you in a place of just looking at somebody, uh, their facial, their, their, their features, which so many people post pictures. And when you meet them in person, they're not anything that they look like in these pictures. They're presenting themselves in a certain way. And then most people, they want to have sex, but they don't know how to communicate that um, so that it comes from a place of, of heart. Like, I do believe it's possible to have a conscious hookup. 
somebody that you can connect with and and share a moment with, maybe share multiple moments with, but there can't be any bullshit, you know, and you have to be aware of your intentions. Like if your intention is just to fuck someone, then be honest with that. That's okay. You don't have to be shameful or feel guilty about that. We're human beings. We're meant to exp- excuse me. We're meant to express ourselves sexually. Like this is it's just natural. But we're over-sexualized and overstimulated with sexualization in our world now. You know where you know within 5 seconds of meeting someone if you'd sleep with them. But what if you spent a few minutes with someone and had a deep conversation with someone that maybe you wouldn't have been so physically attracted to and you allowed them to express themselves openly and vulnerable, imagine what that would be like. Because that's possible. But you have to let go of your story and your bullshit. You have to be willing to be vulnerable with that person. You have to be able to communicate through. You have to be able to take a look at yourself and see who you've been attracting. You have to be willing to see that this situation is a mirrored, uh, it's a situation mirroring you. You can't judge, you can judge that person, but just know that if you're judging that person or this is that and blah, 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 that's you. Because you have the opportunity and you have the option in that moment to be a mirror of love. And in that situation that I was in earlier, I wasn't being a mirror of love. I was in a space of fear and, you know, I think that space of fear initially started from um, the, the initial intention of wanting to just release. I didn't really care who that was, but I just wanted to fuck her and I just wanted to release. And that was the intention. And it, it distorts that. Like, I literally... My dick won't work if I'm not connecting from heart. I'll come fast. I feel horrible. I feel shameful. I feel guilty because I know that I wasn't coming from heart in that space. I know. I know I wasn't coming from that space. And then that manifests. And then, thankfully, I was with someone that I was able to talk through this so I could hear myself. Because this is the second time I've had a hookup with someone that I had to look that girl and woman. This was a 49-year-old woman that I went and spent time with right now. And then the other one that I did, that, that I, the, situation, <laughs> the situation that I hooked up with, uh, that, that girl that I hooked up with, she was young. She was like 24. And, there's, and the same situation arised. I had to look at that girl and that woman and go, I don't want to use you. And that is me looking at me saying that to myself, to my own spirit. I don't want to use your spirit, my spirit anymore. I need to learn how to channel my sexual energy because that is the life force for creativity. That is the life force that is going to get me to the places that I want to go. Not getting lost in where I want to go because I'm here now, but that energy is going to carry me over. And I need to value that. You know, Kendrick Lamar has something where he says, you know, this dick ain't free. You know, I need to embody that. This dick ain't free. That pussy shouldn't be free. We need to value those spaces. 
and share those spaces only with people that we can connect to from heart. Because if you're just fucking from mind, man, it's just making your life harder and harder. It made my life so hard because I'm a recovering fuckboy. I was a liar. I was a cheater. I was a thief. I was all of these things. And they're still within me, but now I've become conscious. When I see something that I could take that maybe no one's using, I think twice about that. Because you can go into people's houses, and I used to go into people's houses and just take things that weren't mine. Stores. I would steal people's energy. I was a complete succubus. The world was just, I want to take, 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 take. Take everything I could. Now I'm in a place where I've been giving to myself and I've been filling my cup, filling it. And at this moment, I feel there's something to pour out to others. And I don't mind sharing my vulnerability, putting myself out there to be judged, uh, you know, and, and ridiculed and you don't know this and you shouldn't talk about this or, or whatever. I don't give a fuck. I don't have a doctor's degree. I don't have a college degree. I barely fucking got through high school. Barely. I'm self-taught. I spent 15 years as a culinary chef. You know, I worked my ass off. I followed something that my mind created and told me that I wanted. And it wasn't that. But I needed to go through that. I'm just, I, I may have gotten lost a little bit in this. But I'm just trying to say that I've gone through so much in my 34 years of being here. I've gone through so many years of being completely asleep. Like I look back and I'm like, how did I survive? No wonder I, I, I looked death in the face so many times through drinking and drugs and, and all of these situations. I was sleeping. I, I, I don't even know how I'm alive now, but I am. And I've come through and I'm coming through. And I'm not going to use myself anymore. I'm not going to abuse my spirit. My spirit is everything. And I've connected to that, not just with psychedelics, but with myself in silence. That's the truth. And these psychedelics, the years of psychedelics, the 60 ayahuasca ceremonies, the countless LSD ceremonies by myself, the countless mushroom ceremonies, San Pedro, Yopo, Bufo, Combo. I am committed to healing. I am looking forward to the day that I can find the woman the woman of my dreams who can support me, who I can support, who accepts me, who's a mirror of love, who doesn't react, and I can be that for her. That's what I want, and my heart longs for that. It longs so much for that. That's all I want. I just have to keep giving that love to myself and let go. Love and let go. This is what I'm learning. This is what I'm becoming. You know, I, I'm so proud of myself. And I wish I could articulate myself better on Twitter with the post and stuff like that. You know, sometimes it just, I just feel like I can't get my point across as well, you know, as I can when I speak. You know, uh, 
there's a one-on-one -on -one connection, you know, somebody looking at this and watching and like, I love you. I do. I may not know you, but I know you. Because if you're watching and you've made it past this far and you're listening and you've made it past to this point, I love you. I love you. And Justin, this is for you, man. I love you. Keep up the good work. Keep on sharing. Keep on caring. Keep on giving to yourself. Keep raising the awareness. Keep connecting to your body. Keep connecting to your creativity. Keep connecting to doing nothing and allowing something to come through the nothing. Stop trying to control it. Surrender. Surrendering is the hardest thing I've ever faced in my life. Like, especially with the medicines, you know, working with psychedelics such as ayahuasca and bufo. Uh, and bufo is like the crown jewel of psychedelics. I mean, I, I don't know how many of you out there have tried this, but if you don't surrender to that medicine, it is the most frightening experience you will ever have in your life. It was terrifying. I was freaking out. I, you know, I, I was humbled, very humbled, because when I sat and I, I was not scared of that medicine at all, and I should have been fucking terrified, you know, and I, I got what I asked for. And I can see how much, even within my external reality, how much I still try to impose my mind on my reality. And you can see that with these medicines. You know, I've, I've been in a space with ayahuasca where I didn't know if I was dead or alive. And at this point, working with the medicine, I can go right into that space of spirit and help and, and be with other people and, and give them love and hold space for them and rub them and hug them and allow them to go through what it is that they're going through. Because when people are going through their ayahuasca process, man, it is a process because you can see the inner child come out and it just puts the ego completely on display. And it has for me, like, I, wow, you know, I was fucked up. I was real fucked up, you know, and I'm not anywhere near as fucked up as I used to be. I'm fucked up, but like, you know, not that fucked up. <laughs> Thank God, you know, I've, I've been doing the work. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely would like to talk to more people that have had psychedelic experiences, uh, you know, and at the same time, you go through these psychedelic experiences and you think you know something because LSD and LSD more so than any other psychedelic really puts you in that God headspace where you think you figured it out. And I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced the complete disillusionment of self. Like I've gone into a space with psychedelics where I couldn't read, write. I couldn't think. I didn't know who I was, where I was. I had lost all identification of self. You couldn't, like, even to this day, you couldn't tell me that I didn't feel that. I felt what it felt like to have no idea who I was. Just no fucking clue. And that was all, and, and that came after being in a headspace of like, wow, I figured it out. This, this, da, da, da. Like, just, just figuring it out, you know, and just being in that space of thinking that I figured it out. And then after that, 
I go into this space of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you know something? Here you go. Gone. Freaking out. And then, you know, th- this this experience is, is a little bit more... Um, there's m- way more to that LSD experience, you know, and maybe I'll say it for another podcast, but I'm very well versed in psychedelics. I am at a place now where I can hold space for people. Um, I can do like one-on-one DMT sessions, uh, working with ayahuasca. Uh, I'm going to put myself out there, you know, like you, you everybody's going to judge you, you know, like you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. And it's really just people afraid of their own power. People wish they could do what you do, so they tell you that you shouldn't do it. And it's that saying, you know, everyone wants to see you do good, but no one wants to see you do better than them. And the people that want to see you do better, oh man, hold on to those people. Because they are far and few. And I'm putting myself in a situation with certain people with working with medicine and going to Dominican Republic in in a couple weeks and doing some more ceremonies out there and I have some people that have a retreat center, um, like my friend Sorelli, like we were talking to her the other day, and Quran is part of this, and really kind of building this healing center facility, uh, Casa de la Luz. And Casa de la Luz was a name that I gave this house because it is a house of light. And Sorelli, I love you, and you are... She is the most patient, kind-hearted woman. And she's just going for it, man. Like, she's learning the medicine. She's practicing. She's doing it. People have issues with it, you know, because she's just starting out and this, that, and the other. And people feel like you need years and years and years of experience to do this. And I honestly don't feel it's the truth. Like, put yourself out there. The only way that you know or you're going to learn is by putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation. And trust me, holding space for someone with ayahuasca or medicines is about as uncomfortable as you can get. Because if you have any fear during that, that fear can be easily transferred to that person. So, you know, yeah, I, it, it feels, you know, honestly, like I'm, I, I might be all over the place, but it just feels so good right now talking to you guys. Like, I feel like just being able to talk about the sexual experiences and my addiction with sexting and the, uh, you know, the sexting, the anticipation, the, the, the fantasy. And then when you get there, it's nothing, you know, nothing like it. There's, you know, have you ever guys ever gone on like a, an online date and you met someone and that initial feeling that like nervousness about like, Oh man, like, Oh my God, what are they going to think that like just this whole fucking like thing. And it's like that, it's like the ego getting the anticipation. Like my therapist told me, you know, dopamine is released upon anticipation like that heart racing like oh like i'm i'm going to get it i'm going to get it i'm going to get what i want i'm going to get what i want i want to fuck this girl i'm going to get it i'm going to fuck that guy i'm going to get it i'm going to get it i'm getting what i want oh my god and and so many people can't see it i didn't but now i see it because i can see how anticipation whether it's a sexual experience, an opportunity with someone who paints a certain picture like, oh, I can do this, I got this land, we can go here, we can do this, I got a hemp factory, blah, blah, blah. All these stories that I've been told by other people who wanted to use me 
and use my vital energy because I'm there's a doer in me. Like he goes fucking crazy. Like if you guys could see me in a production and an event, bro, I'm a different being. I'm all over the place. I have this done, this done. I know how to solve this, this, this. You know, this art. I know this art. Like, I used to curate art and sell art. Like, I'm a natural salesperson, but the only reason I'm able to sell is because I believe. I believe in what I want to sell. And this is kind of going off topic, but it's the anticipation, the excitement. There is so much suffering and misery and excitement. Like, it's that whole thing of like being Jesus. No matter what happens to me, no matter what is done, nothing is going to affect me. Nothing is going to take me off my, like, take me off keel. You know, I need to be equanimous. I can be present, be happy, enjoy what's going around, but not allow my body and my energy to go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what's this? Oh my God, oh my God, what's this? Oh my God, I got this. Okay, yeah, my ego, feel my ego, feel my ego. Like, that's where I've been. And I've done so much work. And if you knew me seven years ago and and you listen to this and you experience what it is to be in front of me, I'm not that same person. And that is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And it's something that's that's challenged me. And recently, the last week, I, you know, I, after being at medicine and all of this and sitting with driving up uh, to um, the ceremony with someone that is younger than me, but I saw everything, I saw so much of myself in him. And I started getting frustrated throughout the weekend at ceremony and like, I just saw what this guy was going through, this kid was going through. It was just so apparent, the, the boy to man, like just, I just saw myself in him and I started getting frustrated and angry. And that's exactly how I used to feel about myself. And even up until that point, you know, like when I would look at certain things from my past or I would look at something that triggers a memory from that, it's almost like I would feel shameful. Like, God, how could I do? No, Justin. Look back at that Justin and love him because that Justin is on his journey. And that is beautiful. That is meeting someone where they're at. Because the awareness that I have now here was not the awareness I had then. But what I would give to go back to my old self and just give him a hug and tell him to trust that everything will be okay. Just keep doing what you're doing and just, and just accept it. Don't want to be anywhere else than here. And for myself, that's been a very, very, very big challenge. Not wanting, wanting to be anywhere else but here. And then as the spiritual journey progressed, wanting to get there, there. Well, where's there? There's enlightenment. But enlightenment or liberation or freedom, whatever word you want to use, is already right within you. It's already right there, man. So it's just uncovering all of these layers and just deconstructing and loving the process of deconstructing. That's it. 
Love that process. Love the you that is going through the pain. Give that you hugs and kisses. And when you meet other people and you see yourself in them and you want to try and point it out or change them, that's you. That's you. So before even allowing yourself to want to change or judge or get frustrated, check in with yourself when you start to get frustrated. Because in that moment, you can make a choice. You can make a choice to not act from that place and to just allow that person to be and to know that they're on their journey and that you just met them for a beautiful, beautiful reason. I love you all out there very much. I love you, world. It's a beautiful world, even in all its shit. But just like in all my shit, I'm beautiful. And so are you. Om Namah Shivaya.